Today on the show, Rotten Tomatoes has been celebrating 25 years of fresh picks starting way back with their first movie, Rush Hour. Rotten Tomatoes fans have chosen the best movies of the last 25 years. Did theater goers put some thought into the list or is it just 25 Marvel movies? I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds today have no idea how good they have it. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. Grab your coffee, wipe the sleep from your eyes, and turn up the volume as we help kick off your day with Love Thy Nerds' official morning show here on YouTube and LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the director of content and resources for Love Thy Nerd. And I'm Deidre, certified fresh. Thank you for making us your daily stop for the latest in nerdy news. Now, Monday through Friday, let's get to our top story. What you got? Rotten Tomatoes. The fake review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has been gathering reviews and doing picks and stuff for 25 years. This is their 25th okay. year anniversary. Cool. Uh, do you know what the first movie was that they ever reviewed? <laughs> no. Rush Hour. Oh, okay. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's first English movie. First okay. time he spoke English in really? a movie. It wasn't dubbed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Every other Jackie Chan movie that came out before that was like a Japan release. Uh-huh. And dubbed. Okay. Interesting. Didn't know that. Somewhere over there. Eastern uh -huh. release. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> Since Rush Hour, they've been doing this for 25 years, uh, and they had the fans pick the top 25 movies of the last 25 years. Okay. So I wanted to go through this list with you. And let's see how let's many we see know. see how many we know. <laughs> or have watched. Are they all Marvel movies? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> There's about 25 Marvel movies, right? It's a lot of them. Oh, right. Yeah. Alexa, how many Marvel movies are there? <laughs> Did I send off your Alexas? At I was going to say, someone's Alexa answered that for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number 25 on the list was Whiplash. Whiplash is a movie with J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller about drumming. I've never seen it. That's Drumline. That's Drumline. Drumline yeah. with Nick Cannon. That's Come how on. that goes. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the only drumming movie I need is Drumline. <laughs> and if Drumline's not on this list, I'm going to be really mad. Uh it got 94%. Like, this makes me want to go see it. It was in 2014, 94% certified fresh. So, all right. Next up, 24 is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This yeah. is that Jim Carrey movie where him and his girlfriend are like, they like get their memories erased over and over again. Okay. Because they have like painful breakups with each other and then they get back together after their memory. It was, it was really strange. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Kate Winslet, Kirsten Dust, and Mark Ruffalo also in this movie. 92% uh, certified fresh. I watched it one time. It was all right, but it was one of those movies that like, I don't think I can watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, number 23, La La Land. I've seen La La Land. Did you like it? Yeah. I don't know if it was like top 25 movie, Yeah. but I liked it. I was sad at the end. You were sad at the end mm -hmm. because they stole jazz from black people no <laughs> no 
Oh, okay. Because they don't like it together. <laughs> You're like, well, what did I watch this movie for? <laughs> Right? You need them to get together. Hello? <laughs> What's the point? I'm just watching two people not fall in love? Yeah. Gross. That's not the kind of movie I want to watch. <laughs> Number 22, There Will Be Blood. Okay. Widely touted as a masterpiece, this sparse and sprawling epic about the underhanded heroes of capitalism boasts incredible performances by leads Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Dano. No idea what it's about, even with this, the critics' consistency there. Uh, no, thank you. I've heard about it. Never seen it. Number 21, The Departed with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in it and uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon, Jack okay. Nicholson. Pretty good. Featuring outstanding work and excellent cast, thoroughly engrossing gangster drama with the gritty authenticity and soupy morality that we come to expect from Martin Scorsese. That sounds like one I don't want to watch. It's one of those, yeah, it's one of those gangster, gangster films. Gangsters. I liked it. 91%. I watched it one time, but I liked it. Gladiator, number 20. How's this not higher? Gladiator. Uh, yeah. Come on. Everyone's all about Gladiator. How's okay. it only at 20? <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 19, Mad Max Fury Road. This has a 97% certified fresh rating. Uh, I've never seen Fury Road. I saw the original movie, but I've never seen Mad Max Fury Road. But I did hear a lot of good things. Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron. Okay. Tom Hardy is the guy that plays Venom in the new movies. Um, also saw him recently in something else that was older. I don't remember what it was now. No Country for Old Men comes in at 18. Uh, this is Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, Tommy Lee Jones. Grim, darkly funny novel. Based on, I mean, it's just, okay. it's, it's eh. all right. It's a good movie. It's not my taste. Okay. Sex movie is my taste, but I can't really say it all the way. Inglorious, uh, oh. B words. Oh, okay. <laughs> 2009 and number 17. Classic Tarantino genre building thrill ride, violent, unrestrained, and thoroughly entertaining. That's Brad Ryan Pitt. from The Office, right? Huh? Ryan from The Office. Ryan, I believe, is in this. Yes, you're <laughs> correct. All right, here we go. Number 16, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Yeah, All baby. Right. This is the first Spider-Man. This is the first one. This is the first This is the first movie. So good. <laughs> so good. Miles Morales, the 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 the, the origin uh -huh. story of Miles Morales here. Uh -huh. Beautiful movie. Uh-huh. One of the greatest superhero movies, if not the greatest maybe <laughs> of all time. Uh, number 15, Avengers Infinity War. Gotta be. Yeah. Really good movie. Uh -huh. Fantastically done. Uh -huh. Number 14, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. The recent sequel you and I just watched uh -huh. a couple weeks ago. So good. Yep. I would agree. Bubba and I, uh, Bubba, Matt, and I were talking in our staff meeting the other day, and it just came up that this might, if they stick the landing with the third movie... This might be the greatest trilogy okay. of all time. It's just so well done. It is. I like We're the, talking above. I like the animation the in it. The everything. kind of like mm -hmm. comic booky well, I, I like that it's the, got the, going on. And the styles of animation that yeah. just are so yeah. different. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and how well they pull off having all those different versions of Spider-Man animated differently mm-hmm. all in one area and how it doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. It looks very beautiful. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I'm excited. Uh, number 13, Top Gun Mavericks. This is the new Top Gun movie. I need to see it, apparently, because it's okay. so dang good. I've heard nothing but good things about the Top Gun sequel. <laughs> Top Gun is not on this list. Huh. I don't think, but Top Gun Maverick is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a classic one. Fight Club, number 12. Such a good movie. Really? Have you seen Fight Club? I don't think You've so. You've not seen Fight Club with um, Ed Norton and Brad Pitt? Nope. Or it's just two dudes just start an actual just, fight club. Just guys fighting. And then you come into the office one Wonder day and like watch that. everybody came in and they're all <laughs> bruised, but nobody's talking about it. It's really good. has a fantastic <laughs> ending. I might have to make you watch it. All right. We're not supposed to talk about it, Mosaic said. You don't talk about Fight Club. That's rule number one. <laughs> rule number one of Fight Club, don't talk about Fight Club. Rule number two, don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> number 11, Saving Private Ryan. Great movie. I don't ever want to watch it again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone posted, uh, they were like getting an oil change. It was a TikTok, I think. Getting an oil change and they're playing Saving Private Ryan (laughs) in the like waiting room where women and children are and everything. It's like, "Mm, not really. Mm, A lot of of cursing, a lot of of blood, a lot of visceral organs and whatnot. No, thanks. (laughs) No, thank you. Number 10, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, put me to sleep. Number nine, <laughs> number nine is probably one of the, also one of the newest, Everything Everywhere All in Once. This is a uh, multiverse movie. Okay. But not related to superheroes at all. Okay. I haven't seen it yet myself, but I've heard nothing but amazing Sounds things. Sounds interesting. Number eight, Parasite. This came out oh. in 2019, right no. before the COVID pandemic. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings, number seven. So that's the first one, right? That one was all right. I like that one. Okay. Two Towers put me to sleep. I've never been able. I've watched Two Towers, but not all at once. <laughs> I watched the first half and fell asleep. And then I watched the first five minutes, fell asleep, and then got to see the last half. <laughs> <clears throat> Number six, The Matrix, the original 1999 Matrix. Okay. Fantastic sci-fi film. Yeah. Uh, sequels weren't as great, but that first movie was banging. Number five, Avengers Endgame. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three brilliant acts of superhero yeah. collaboration. I loved it. it Top to good. bottom. Number four, Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. This is the third movie. All three Lord of the Rings are on here. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Lord of the Rings nerds. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Inception. Uh, this was that very hard to follow Okay, yeah. Jumping in people's dreams Uh kind of movie. Uh Uh-huh. And you still don't know if he's in a dream at the end or not. Really well done. I liked it. But mind-bending. Yeah. 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 Real good. The dream heist. Yeah, the dream heist. It was different, man. There Uh there was no movie like this. Uh Really good. Uh, Speaking of no movie like this, number two, Interstellar. Interstellar. With um, Matthew McConaughey, Ghost in the Space. 
and then like slips through all the weird time portal nonsense. I mean, it's did you you and I, I watched it I when watched it first it. came out in 2014. Okay. We watched it. Well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but you, I've I've recently recently we watched it. <laughs> and you need to we watch it. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. The second time this this the, the rewatch, I understood it better. This was, bless you. Isn't that so embarrassing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Deidre. What is the number one movie? Titanic. What's your guess? Titanic? <laughs> no, Titanic's older than 25 years, isn't it? I feel like that was when I was a little, little uh, kid. Yeah. Um, is it going to be a superhero movie? Probably. Probably not. Probably not. It's going to be some weird artsy thing. An artsy thing is the number one film picked by fans from all time. No, that would be on the critics one. <laughs> this is fans, which I got to applaud them. Not a whole lot of superhero movies on the list. Right. I honestly thought, yeah, it's going to be every Marvel movie. All the <laughs> Apparently not. I don't know. What is it? It's a superhero movie. Okay. But not from Marvel. Oh, really? It's The Dark Knight. Wow. Okay. The uh, Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Aaron Eckhart, Michael Caine movie. Okay. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. With the brilliant performance of Heath Ledger as the Joker. Uh-huh. It makes me sad talking about it, because I know that that was the film that kind of drove him out of his mind. Uh-huh. But it was such a good movie such a well-done performance by everyone involved but especially heath ledger uh-huh so good i think fittingly it deserves the number one spot all right, all right. Well, we've wasted enough time on that <laughs> real quick one final piece of news here space drugs okay <laughs> listen up our pharmacy friend mosaic fan art in the chat space drugs <laughs> there's a space drugs factory that has been denied re-entry to Earth. <laughs> it is up in space. Okay. And it's not allowed to come home. Why? Let's read the story. <laughs> this comes from uh, Gizmodo. After manufacturing crystals in an HIV of an HIV drug in space, the first orbital factory is stuck in orbit after being denied re-entry back to Earth due to safety concerns. The U.S. Air Force denied a request from Varda Space Industries to land its in-space manufacturing capsule at a Utah training area, while the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration did not grant the company permission to re-enter Earth's atmosphere at all, leaving its spacecraft hanging as the company scrambles to find a solution. A spokesperson from the FAA told TechCrunch in an emailed statement that the company's request was not granted at this time due to the overall safety risk and impact analysis. Gizmodo reached out to Varda Space to ask which regulatory requirements have not been met, but the company responded with a two-word email, two email that ominously read, No comment. <laughs> the California startup did provide an update on its spacecraft through X. Uh, we're pleased to report that our spacecraft is healthy across all systems. It was originally designed for a full year on orbit if needed. We look forward to continuing to collaborate with our government partners to bring our capsule back to Earth as soon as possible. Uh, Varda Space launched its spacecraft on board a Falcon 9 rocket on June 12th. 
The 264-pound capsule is designed to manufacture products in a microgravity environment and transport them back to Earth. On June 30th, the first drug manufacturing experiment succeeded in growing crystals of the drug ritonavir, which is used for the treatment of HIV, and it made it in orbit. The microgravity environment provides some benefits that could make for better production in space, overall reducing gravity-induced defects. Protein crystals made in space form larger and more perfect crystals than those created on Earth, according to NASA. Okay. So. That was my question. Yeah. What is the benefit of making these in space versus just here on the ground? Yeah. I mean, apparently it's big enough to try the experiment. Wow. Uh, Dillian Asparabhav, Varda's co-founder, wrote on X, Space drugs have finished cooking, baby! (laughs) 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 But those space drugs are not allowed to come back to Earth, baby! (laughs) Varda's capsule was originally scheduled for re-entry on September 5th or 7th, but the company's uh, application was denied on September 6th. Varda formally requested the FAA reconsider its decision on September 8th, and that request is still pending. (laughs) (laughs) Mosaic says that's where Tang and Space Rocks that pop in your mouth come from. (laughs) So it's a very different type of re-entry capsule. Um, It's... You know, most of these are like, when you think of a re-entry capsule, like with NASA, mm-hmm. it's kind of one and done. Right. Like you're landing, it's gone. Mm-hmm. These are made to, these are made cheaper, but also made to be kind of. To be used again? Yeah. Just, just, you know, f- fixed up, prettied up and shot back up into space. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> so all that to say, they're probably going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. They've got, they went up in June, said it's got a year. So they got until June mm-hmm. of next year to come back down to figure it out. So but is it the safety of the drugs inside that's the issue or the safety of the, the re-entry? The re-entry. That's what it sounds like. In. Yeah. Okay. So they don't know how it's going to work correctly and be safe. But the, the idea of like, all right, we're done. Let's go back to earth. <laughs> and they're like, no, nope. Are You're there not allowed back in the aircraft. Yeah. Or? Okay. There are scientists in the aircraft making these things. All right. You can't come up. All right. <laughs> uh, so, well, you know, you asked that. I don't know if there's people in it. Maybe there isn't. I think they sent it up to grow things and want to bring it back. I just assumed that there were people there. Are there not people in this in this thing? Well, <laughs> maybe there are people in this thing. Mosaic. Okay, that doesn't bother me as much then. Mosaic fan art says medicine is expensive enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> How much does this crystal grown in space I cost need, me? <laughs> I need that Advil that came from Mars. <laughs> maybe there are people in this thing. Are there not people in this thing? Oh my goodness! I real look. Do your research. You think you, bring you think it's a laboratory? <laughs> it says it's a laboratory. You think there's people there? It's those robots, man. It's robots. It's all robots. And they can last longer. Yeah. It does. Yeah. You, I think you're right. I don't think there's people. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news from, from Radio Matt. Wow. Okay. That's not as terrifying then. Yeah. I get that. If there's not people. Right. <laughs> it's said experiments and things. So I thought. Right. And it says here, they're meant to carry humans, have active control in fully pressurized environments. Meant to carry, but it doesn't say. It doesn't that say they that they do. do. I don't know. Hmm. No, I don't know. 
Now I need to see like pictures. <laughs> um, let's see if there's pictures of people. I'm going to go to their, their ex. Their ex. <laughs> He's going to figure this out. Uh, Are there people? In space manufacturing, startup bases. Okay, yeah, no, I don't think there's people in here. <laughs> there's a guy standing next to it, and it's much smaller than a person. So, okay, never mind. We're fine. Everybody's fine. They can just stay up there, I guess. <laughs> Who cares? I thought it was people. I'm sorry. This is going to sound so stupid now. Because we have to air it. I thought it was people. I thought there were scientists in there in the lab making the things. And I'm like, that's terrifying. I want to talk about it. Come back to space. You can't. Sorry. Right, <laughs> like, right. what? You're stuck in space. Like, imagine, like, if you go to uh, you know, summer camp or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the ones where you're there all summer long. You usually, like, in the, even in the movies, usually, like, that first week, you see the kid freak out. Like, I want to come home. Uh-huh. You know, kind uh-huh. of thing. Imagine being in space for right. the first time making whatever, and you're supposed to be there for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Finally, it's over. And, like, we get to go home next week. And they're like, nah. And we don't know when you can. That's what I was thinking in my head. That's a horror movie. I would start getting claustrophobic, start ripping panels off the walls, and we would crash into Earth anyway. (laughs) But there's no people. So Uh, now I'm upset. Matt's going to have a shirt next week that says, I thought there was people. (laughs) thought there was people. That's my my quote for today. I thought there'd be people. Someone's going to steal your idea for a movie now. That would be such a good movie. <laughs> it's like The Terminal with Tom Hanks. In space. Except you can't leave orbit instead of the airport. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Rocket Man? Rocket Man. Yeah. 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 It wasn't me. It was Julie. <laughs> <sighs> so the green is not people. That's the Russian guy in Armageddon. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> well, that wraps up today's news, and we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, Matt has something to get off his chest. Oh, boy. And we're going to share today in Nerd History. Stick around. What if I told you there's more than 3 billion gamers on the planet? What if I told you that we're sending missionaries into almost every culture and every country and every language on the planet except one of the largest and most unreached people groups in the world. And that world is the world of gaming and nerd culture. With the rise of things like Stranger Things and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic Gathering, Pokemon, Harry Potter, you name it, nerd culture has been on a rise for dozens of years. And it has outgrown Christianity by almost a billion people. My name is Mark, and I am the lead and founding pastor of Lux Digital Church. My wife and I ministered in Pittsburgh for 11 years, and then two years ago started an entirely online church that reaches people in the digital gaming community. We now have a church family that is spread across almost 16 dime zones all across the globe, and we get the opportunity every single day to actively engage in deep, impactful relationships with people, to see them not only come to know Jesus, but also to grow up and be 
become more like Jesus. I am incredibly passionate about the church, learning how to engage the next generation, and the next generation, spoiler alert, are mostly gamers. When Jesus says to go and love your neighbor, well, statistically, if your neighbor is a teenager or younger, if they are Gen Z or Gen Alpha, statistically, your neighbor is a nerd or a gamer. And for the most part, the church has little to no idea about how to actively engage with those subcultures. And they're not even becoming subcultures. They're mostly just our culture, which is why us at Lux Digital Church and also our friends over at Love Like Nerd are putting together something called the Nerd Culture Ministry Summit this upcoming November in Marble Falls, Texas. It's a chance for you as a pastor and your team to come and learn how to actively engage in an impactful and meaningful way with a group of people that the church has largely ostracized, told their hobbies are stupid, or mostly totally and completely forgotten about. The only way to actively engage with them and to tell them about the life-giving gospel is to build relationships with them through the things that they love. And most of those people, well, they love video games and board games and tabletop RPGs. And we want to teach and train you on how to actively get into that community. So we're gathering together nerd culture ministry leaders and nerd culture ministry missionaries, and we're pulling them together in one space for one summit to teach the church how to engage with this culture, to build bridges between church culture and nerd culture. It's going to be in Marble Falls, Texas this November. I hope to see you there. Make plans to be there. Go to ncmsummit.com and get registered today. It's inexpensive and a great opportunity for you and your team to learn how to connect with the next generation in a way that goes beyond just another pizza night. I'll see you there. Welcome back to Rise and Shine Nerds, LTN's official morning show here on YouTube and LTN Radio. For this next segment, Matt is taking the reins with something to get off his chest. So I don't have like a specific one thing okay. that I wanted to, to talk about or gripe about. Mm-hmm. So what I have is actually a list of 10 small things. Okay. 10 things that I hate. Small enough to mention. Small enough to mention, not but to not really a whole to segment about. On. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, join with me. 10 things Matt hates. As we go. <laughs> Thinking there's people in a spacecraft. And uh, in, there's in the, not. In the, in the Twitch chat or the YouTube chat later on, tell me if you agree. Okay, <laughs> tell me just tell me if this is something that you, that bugs you as well. Okay. <laughs> Number one, wondering if the appetizer I'm sharing with somebody else is being divided evenly. Ooh, ooh, I am big into fairness, and yeah, I count those cheese sticks. Cheese sticks, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that doesn't bug me as much is like chips and salsa. Right. Right. Especially come if, and it's and if it's bottomless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, people who pretend like they have something extremely important to do right that very second when it comes time to help clean up, <laughs> which I admit I've been in the past. I uh, had to have that surgery. We had a surgery on my posterior a few years ago, and I got off for a year from getting to do any heavy lifting. So I couldn't like move chairs or tables or anything. It was nice. I had an excuse. That's great. Number three, when someone calls you 
but you don't reach the phone in time. So you call them right back, but they are still talking on your voicemail. So it goes to their voicemail. And so you hang up to dial again and it goes to the voicemail again because she's trying to call you again at the same time that you're trying to call her. So you <laughs> hang up and think if I call her again, she could be calling me and we'll both get each other's voicemail again. But if I don't call her, she might be waiting for me to be the one to call back. So you're in this call or wait for her to call tug of war for about 15 minutes before she finally gets through to you to tell you something that she could have texted. <laughs> Is the she in this me? <laughs> nah. 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 Number four, when my chair creaks and it sounds like a fart, so I have to continue to move around and attempt to make the noise again to prove that it was indeed my chair. <laughs> it was never the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, would people say, ha ha, that's so funny, I forgot to laugh. When it's painfully obvious that they had indeed remembered to laugh because they said, ha ha, at the beginning. <laughs> Number six, trying to take the twisty tie off the loaf of bread, but not knowing which way to untwist it, because no matter which way you twist it, it seems to be tightening more. That's why I just don't put them back on. <laughs> That's right. Daedra is a, <laughs> a wild animal when it comes to loaves of bread. I twist the Sometimes you do. Sometimes you just fold it under, under like bread. a mad person <laughs> without even twisting it. It's just a flap. No, thank I don't you. Know what you think the twisty tie does? Number seven, <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a meal together with your family when there's no TV on for the first time in months <laughs> and just sitting in silence the whole time because you've forgotten how to talk to other humans while you eat. <laughs> Uh, number eight, that I've never unwrapped a Butterfinger that was still in one piece. Oh, yeah. Always broken. Mm -hmm. Never, not once, my whole life. Mm -hmm. And there was a period where that was the go-to for me. <laughs> never. <laughs> number nine, accidentally touching someone's gross gum or booger stuck underneath a uh, restaurant table or a church pew. Uh, mm -hmm. Why'd you... Put that one on there. Gross. Because <laughs> I hate it. Don't you hate it? Yeah. And finally, number 10, black licorice. <laughs> Doesn't need to exist. Doesn't need to exist. Even, even the that, people that like it even don't that really Australian care for it. kind you tried. <laughs> they were wet. And they looked like little hardened leeches. And that's what they tasted like. It tasted like curdled blood i don't know it was disgusting it was so bad huh. 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 tropic turtle i don't even know why black licorice even exists to be honest absolutely black licorice is amazing get out of town nobody likes black licorice oh. so gross huh. uh. all right now to wrap up the show it's time for today in nerd history Today's date is September 28th. In 1987, Star Trek The Next Generation premiered. This American science fiction television series follows the adventures of a new crew of the USS Enterprise, a starship that explores the galaxy in the 24th century. In 2008, SpaceX's Falcon 1 rocket finally achieved orbit on its fourth try, launching from Omelek Island with a mass simulator payload named Ratsat. 
The launch was a historic milestone for SpaceX and the space industry, as it demonstrated that a private company could deliver a payload into orbit using a partially reusable rocket. In 2018, Zoolander premiered. This comedy film is about a dim-witted male model who is brainwashed to assassinate the Prime Minister of Malaysia by an evil fashion mogul. The film is a satire on the fashion industry and its absurdities. In 2020, Genshin Impact released in the U.S. This free-to-play open-world action RPG lets you explore a fantasy world called Tevat, where you can use elemental magic, switch between different characters, and embark on an epic quest to find your lost sibling. Find out more nerdy facts about today's entries at lovethynerd.com slash nerdhistory. We hope you had a fantastic day. We thank you for making Rise and Shine Nerds a part of it. Catch us every weekday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on YouTube or 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. on LTN Radio. You can also subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app or through the Love Thy Nerd YouTube channel so you can catch up on any episodes you missed. And tell us what you think of the show via our socials at Rise and Shine LTN on Facebook and X. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. I'm Dater. And as always, a reminder. Jesus loves you, nerds. <laughs>